Hi, I'm Danny Elfman. This is Shirley Manson. This is Debbie Harry. This is Chris Steiner Blondie. This is Roland Orzabal from Tears for Fears. This is Billy Idol. This is Alex Ebert, a.k.a. Edward Sharp, giving the story behind the song. Hi, this is Peter Chotty, host of the story behind the song. Each month I speak to some of music's biggest artists to get the inside stories behind their most lasting and iconic songs. Join me for new episodes on the third Monday of every month on the story behind the song from the Consequence Podcast Network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy. That's me. Let's go. What's happening, people? We are back with another episode of Feeling Good with Duddy. As always, I'm here with my brother and my co-host, Mr. Jake B. Two ambulances. That makes no sense. Also, uh, today we have two very special guests, two good friends of ours, Anthony and Josh. What's up? Hey. Uh, if you listened to our last episode, you know that Anthony is fucking disgusting. <laughs> Guilty. Anthony's the guy that shit into a plastic bag, wrapped Oops. it up, and put it into one of our bunks and left it overnight. And, rightfully so, his actual last name is Duty. That is a fact. He fact. tells people it's Dutois, but he's trying to dance it up a bit. It's Duty. It's just Duty. <laughs> and, Joe uh, Dierte. So, Anthony Duty and Josh Sugitan. Yep, that's right. Did I get that right? Yep. Boom. Boom. Very Filipino of so, you, Dustin. <laughs> yeah. This, we have them on. These guys are like the kind of the behind the scenes of the tour. Uh, they're, you know, the photo, the video, the social media kind of helping us with all of the uh, digital side of things, I guess you would say. Yeah, our whole, everything you're, if not everything, most of what you're seeing online for the Dirty Heads, for Feeling Good with Duddy, that's coming. For Feeling Good with Duddy, a lot of it's coming from Josh Sugi's camera. And for the Dirty Heads, it's, it's Anthony Duty's camera. Anthony was brought onto this tour to basically take pictures and kind of do, like, document the whole tour for the Dirty Heads with video and, and photo. And Josh, same exact thing for Feeling Good with Duddy, but Josh also is here to film the podcast and help do the audio, uh, audio for the podcast. So extremely important dudes right here. None of this would be coming to your guys' eyes and ears if it wasn't for these two guys. So, yeah, so, you know... On that note, I wanted to talk to these guys because I feel like, you know, now more than ever, people are like younger people are really getting into photography and video because it's so it's so accessible now. Everyone's got Very one in their pocket pretty much. And everyone's got these cool filters that they can take a photo on, throw a quick filter on and you're like, oh, my God. I'm the shit. That looks so good. So people, younger kids a lot are trying to make this a profession of theirs and uh, maybe you can give them a little insight on how to pursue that because I know you guys both took very different routes to get to where you're at. So maybe you can give a little insight on how to actually pers not just pursue this as a career but to make it one. Let's maybe get your guys' backgrounds real quick. Yeah. So for Anthony, who's doing all the photos and videography for the Dirty Heads, in you know brief summary, what led you to being on this bus with us right now? Your, your photography career that got you here. So my photography took place probably about six years ago. Um, I got into it mainly to do weddings and events. Went to school for like a year. You probably went longer than me, but I went for like a year. Um, and then I was photographing my friend's local band, Skylark. 
and shot a few of their shows and I saw that Used was coming into town and I submitted to their agency like here's some photos I've taken of a local band if you like my work I would love to chance to shoot them and I got a response back you're shooting them tomorrow here's your photo pass first three songs and from that night forward that's where everything blew up so I woke up the next morning my photos were in OC Weekly they use them on their website socials for probably about three years They're, this is muse uh the used oh the used. the used awesome yeah and so you wanted to shoot them and so you didn't just Band sit them, back and no. try you, you i worked got, i shot a lot of local bands again yeah. with my friends bands and then i met their friends and i just kept shooting like a chain reaction all these little spots chain reactions like an all-ages venue in southern california where loads of hardcore bands and yeah. punk bands and ska bands it's kind of a punk rock spot and, and there's no lighting no special effects there. oh yeah yeah. Surround Sound played there many a yeah, times yeah. back in the day. Anyone OCs played there. Absolutely. If you're in a band, you have to play there. And like Anthony's saying, it's not a well-lit spot. I mean, it's dingy. The bathroom, I, I heard, is nice now, but it w used to be just like notoriously horrifying the in there. just one big room for all bands to sit next to you. There's no space. Yeah. No booze. No booze. It's no. an all-age venue. They have a bar, but no joke. A candy bar. Yes. You can get candy and <laughs> sodas and waters at the bar at Chain Reaction. So I went there once. <laughs> <laughs> and he left immediately but so you got involved basically you got involved yeah. in the scene and then you and then you you saw that a band that you wanted to shoot was coming to town you yeah. got proactive reached out to their management here's Learned what the i've basics, done basics built that portfolio you have that's, that's your resume in this business it doesn't matter if you went to this college or that they want to see what kind of photos you can produce what kind of videos you can produce yep so after i was able to show that they said these are good enough especially in those circumstances uh, and then again, I shot the use, and then from that, it just blew up. Nice. So the people who handle their social media loved me, ended up shooting. That's how I ended up meeting Dirty Heads, is they're on the same company for social media. So I ended up shooting all these bands, met these guys probably about four years ago. And then I'd be coming in several times a year for rehearsals and sound checks and all that, and then finally got invited out to go on tour with them. So that's how I'm here today. So you started out, you just wanted to be a photographer, weddings, you thought, hey, yeah. it's a good way to make money. There's good money in weddings. It's super good money, Great you know? If weddings. you can line a f five, six of those up in a month, you're crushing. Yeah. And, but, you, it, but you have the love of music and you started doing what you were passionate about, maybe shooting bands, almost oh. accidentally, and it led you to exactly. where you are now. So that wasn't the game plan. And for me, music is a lot less stress. Weddings, you have one day of the nail that. Yeah. If you mess it up, there's no redos. Music, you can make it work. You get artsy with it. There's a way to salvage anything, I, I believe, in music. Um, so for me, I was just, for someone who has a lot of anxiety, music was a, a good outlet for me. One, I love the bands I work with. And then as far as being like more creative with that, Weddings has a set style. So it's more, uh, it's, it's a better fit for me. Yeah. yeah, there's way more room to get RC with both. bands. I do, I do all of it, but hey, you music is where my heart's at. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I heard you actually worked for Disney for a lot of years, and you yes. quit that job to come on this tour. I did. So I've been with Disney for, I believe, 13 years, working third shift, uh, and then with, on my off days, and sometimes I would go from work, at, I'd get off at 8.30 in the morning and go shoot them at rehearsals with no sleep. So I was just, I was really putting the hours in. So I really do work six to seven days a week, or did. Um, but then when I was told that Dirty Heads were interested in taking me out, I've turned down other bands in the past, but I was like, this is the band of one of the bands I've always wanted to go on tour with. They're just, you can see there's so much content there. Yeah. There's some bands that don't do much, or they're on separate buses. A band like this, there's just endless amounts of content to capture. 
Um, so when I heard that they were interested in bringing me out, I was just like, I have to make it happen. You have to. I don't yeah. want to be 80 years old going, I wonder what would happen if I would have went on that tour. And that's what made me say yeah. You'd be working third shift at Disney right now. Yeah. And I'd be sitting there you're chilling with us. my life and being you'd, like... <laughs> you'd be taking pictures of little kids. Yeah. <laughs> picture taken with Goofy. Just... Yeah. <laughs> crying <laughs> children. And instead I got video of uh, Duddy looking for cherries. At, yelling at the yelling and then insisting that he's not angry about cherries. Never being found missing. those fucking cherries. <laughs> not that cherries. I care. Not mad about it. But never found the fucking cherries. Anyone know where the fucking cherry? Not mad about it. Don't even care about cherries. Never found them though. <laughs> but it was a damn good mocktail. Yeah. Well, Sugatan. Uh, so yeah. So what about you? How how did you get started? Oh man. Uh, let's see. Mm, 2012. I shot my first wedding. Uh, oh, the wedding was, I was all I was in the restaurant business back in the Bay Area. I had been working with them for like six, seven years. Uh, they saw a few of my pictures because I had a camera at home. It wasn't mine; it was my mom's. <laughs> I took that on a high school trip, and I love what I captured. And the people that were there loved it too. So when my manager found out I took pictures, he's like, "You're going to my wedding, and you're going to film it." This was your yeah. manager at like the restaurant? Yes. He said, oh, your pictures are dope, come to my wedding. Yeah. You're, Whoa, you're gonna you come just my slipped wedding. into it then. Yeah, he just said, you're doing it. So oh, I did shit. it, did it for free. They loved it. And then a few of the other people that worked there, they were getting married too. So I lined up like five other weddings from that wow. video. Oh, and they all paid after that. Um, this was during the time I was going to school in San Francisco uh, for film and photography. And so what I got that done, I moved straight to LA because that's where the industry is, that's where yeah. the competition is. But that didn't really happen because it's tough, the competition's rough. Everyone in LA Everyone. is trying to do something. And and yeah, you got to you got to scream and yell from the highest building in LA to be heard and sometimes it's it's too much. Yeah, so I pretty much took the route of the restaurant business. I got into the Hotel Bel Air and I, I got comfortable. I stayed there for like four or five years. Yep. Because um, you make good money. Hotel Bel Air is a very nice hotel. And you yeah. were waiting tables, right? So you were crushing. Yeah. It's, it's hard like to do anything star, when you're making that much money. property. It's yep. gorgeous. Yeah. Um, seeing people in the music industry, for other professionals, NBA players, actors, actresses, all that. In, during that time, I was also doing small gigs here, shooting and meeting people, not going 100% on photography because I also made music at the time. Oh, okay. So I, great shooting and great at making music, but nothing was really excelling because I always split my time. Yeah. So around the time I met my girlfriend, which is towards the end of my Hotel Bella career. What's, how many years ago would you say? Uh, I quit 2000, at the end of 2018. Okay, so it was, like, oh, wow. it was Halloween. Around that time, November 1st, yeah. October 31st. Yeah. So you kind of start shooting in 2012, and you go to school for it, yeah. but you're not really using it for basically six years. You're kind of half-ass shooting, making music, just figuring out your life. Exactly. But always snapping a camera along the always way. Always had a camera with okay. me. Um, now it's 2008. 18, I quit. 18, and you yeah. quit, and you move. To Santa Ana. Santa Ana. Or Irvine. It was Irvine Irvine. Because okay. I met my girlfriend. She lived there. But at any rate, you moved to Orange County now, yeah. and that's how we're getting closer to meeting you because we're in Orange County. Yes. And I didn't even know this about you. I'm kind of hearing your whole story. I've, I knew the gist, but I didn't know the details. So you've only been living in Orange County a year, really. Yeah, 
damn. year and a half, almost oh, okay. two years now. Wow. Uh, I got connected with a guy who owns a ad agency mm-hmm. through a, through my girlfriend's cousin. Uh, did a couple shoots with him for free. One of them, which was his birthday, he's like, "You want to come and shoot?" Yeah, yeah, sure. I met a few people. One of which was a magician. We connected. After that birthday, I shot with him, and then I met a few other people in his circle. One of which also has another agency, and. That agency hooked me up with the studio that you guys are working at and doing the podcast out yeah. of. So Wow. So we met Josh, Duddy and I, we just happened to Duddy got called into the studio, Reamp Studios, where we do our podcast to do something completely different. Just to shoot a commercial for like a record deal giveaway thing they were doing in the studio Dustin just Duddy just happens to see that there's a podcast room mentions that that sounds interesting the owner of the studio David says why don't you do a podcast Duddy calls me that's how our podcast was born and it was only about three and a half months ago now that this all happened so I'm just finding out that Sugi really you only worked at that studio for a short while before we came in probably a month, a month. A month. get out of here even, yeah damn so you work at Reamp Studios for one month and then Duddy walks in and our podcast begins think you guys were already you guys already had something going on in there i think you had already done one podcast one episode already. okay because okay. i didn't meet you day one yeah uh, that's true okay yeah. so you came in right when we came in then essentially we did like about one show and you yeah. got brought over and we liked josh right away duddy and i both we you know we could just tell that he cared and wanted to shoot he wanted to do whatever he needed to do to make it work and so we're like we like this guy and that's why we brought him on this tour so shit, so I'm seeing a parallel in your guys' stories. It's just persistency and doing stuff. So nobody sat back and waited for someone else to give them an opportunity to shoot. You guys just walked into local venues like like Anthony and started shooting, and that led you to meet other people that got you more gigs that led you here. Josh just shot someone's birthday for free, networked, shot another party for free, met a magician, started shooting with him, met more people there, led him to the studio. It's the same yeah. for me. It's the same I, story I, I've for you guys. I've learned to not say no if you just, yeah. just always say yes because even if the band's not big, you don't know what they're going to become, what the other band's playing are going to become, and the uh, people you meet. Yep. It's and a very you, small world. The music community is very small. You could take a picture for an extremely small band, yeah. but someone from a huge band just sees the photo online and goes, who took that photo? Yeah. And then you're with a One bi- image can change. It could yeah, change the whole deal. Yeah, change everything. You know, and... So and I think it goes back to, uh, you know, I think it was the episode Rome was on where we talked about you know being in the right place at the right time mm-hmm. you know there's a little bit of luck involved but also you know you got to be prepared you got to be ready you got to be putting out a good product because when that opportunity does come if you don't you know provide a, a great product the opportunity is going to pass you by it will go away quick so you know they stuck with it they found something they were passionate about they, they took some chances they both had good opportunities arise and when those opportunities ar- arose they were ready they were good enough to meet that opportunity. Yeah, yeah, you'll always you'll get if you're persistent enough in any field. Like these guys kept taking photos. If you just if you love photography and you keep taking photos for people, sometimes even free. Don't even say no to free shit because you don't know where to lead, right? You keep taking photos long enough, you're going to get an opportunity somewhere along the line, like these guys did. But like Duddy was saying, when the opportunity arose, they were both good at what they did and that's why they're able to absorb that opportunity into being on this whole entire tour with really big bands 311 dirty heads multiple hit singles between these guys and now interrupters and there's a lot of great music and this is a big big tour you guys we had like there was like 14,000 15,000 people at the show last night 
Yeah. And these two one. dudes are on this bus. They're eating catering. They're partying with everyone else. And, and it's because they never stop <laughs> taking photos, man. And so, they're really good at what they do. Yeah. So I guess that's just it, the, today's subject is pers uh, persistence. Be persistent. Yeah. You know, if, if there's something you really want to do, you can't just, you know, half-ass try a couple times and be like, eh, you know, it didn't really pan out. I'm just going to go back to what was comfortable. You know, you got to just keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. And if you keep trying and it's not working, why is it not working? Look at what you're doing. Make some changes. Keep trying, keep trying. Just be persistent because you never know when that one, like he just said, one photo can change everything. Totally. You know? And that goes into just not even just with photos. It's with anything you're trying to do. It's like you never know when that day is going to come where that opportunity is going to arise. But when that day does come, you want to be prepared for it. You better you be gotta that's be good. Everyone was like, yeah. just keep learning. Don't like, don't get down that no one's hiring you. Be prepared for when that day does come. Learn because your when it equipment. Does happen, get good. They're going to expect you to have a certain quality yep. and, and, and discipline, and that's what all this is for. Yeah. Is building up to that moment when things take off. And another thing with the persistence and stuff, like Anthony said. It was shooting the used. Everything changed after that moment. Yep. For the dirty heads, it was lay me down hitting. Mm -hmm. It was not an overnight success for Anthony. It was not an overnight success for Josh or the dirty heads. A lot of people don't know the dirty heads were a band, I want to say since 2002. When did you guys start hopping on stage about, with us? Yeah, about, about that. So that's wow. eight years before lay me down hit. The dirty heads were in vans touring the country having small successes, failures, you know, having successes, having down moments, having to battle through that, but they never stopped being the dirty heads. They never stopped making music. Then lay me down hits. And even since lay me down, have they stopped? If they would have stopped at any point in time, if you guys would have waited five years to put out another album, who knows what would have happened to this band Not every two years, you're going to get a dirty heads album. They never stop. They never stop touring. They never stop performing. Same with 311. Even 311 will go five years sometimes without dropping an album, but they never stop touring, they never stop being 311, and that's how you get to stay in this world once you get there. So you told me, Anthony, I'm looking at Anthony right now for the listeners. Anthony told me an interesting little thing earlier about the show. We were talking, we we're trying to figure out what should our subject be? And, and we landed on persistence because Anthony said that he, would, he gets a lot of kids that hit him up online and they ask him, how do I get to do what you do? How do I get to film big bands? And, and why don't you tell me kind of what you told me the story earlier about, just tell me what so you're the telling comment, me. So that, that's always the common question is how do you get into photography, concert photography? And my answer is always start with this local bands, go to your local venues. Uh, smaller bands don't have budgets, help them out. It's all about the art, the passion. Uh, and again, you're just building a portfolio with that. So uh, when they ask me that, I tell them that start small. You, with small venues, there's lack of lighting, there's no special effects, there's no crazy displays. So you really have to learn the art. You have to learn the settings, you have to learn how to control the little light that you do have. Um, and then when I check in with some of these people months later, they still haven't done any of that that I give them. Any of that advice went out the window because they're just waiting for that for me to open a door, for someone to open a door for them. That no one opened doors for me. I don't think that people should. So there's certain, yes. there's certain things that you really need to learn. No one just hand you a guitar and expect you to write a hit. You sat there as a kid, whatever you did, and you learned how to play guitar, write music. You have to do the roots. You have to build that foundation that's going to lead you to success. I mean, it's yeah. very similar to the story of a, of a band, you know? Yeah. It's like you got to go and play your local bars for free. Yep. They're not going to pay you because at first, why would they pay you? You're not going to bring anyone. They, you have no proof that you're going to bring anyone. So you go and you play your local bars or your local coffee shops and your three buddies come and watch and then, you know, you leave and you make zero dollars. But... 
you're learning, you're growing. Yeah. And maybe when you went and you know played that bar, you know two people in there were like, oh, that was kind of cool. And now the next time there'll be five people there, yep. you know. And it's it's the very similar story. Yep. And it just like um, just like Anthony said, yeah, like with that one picture, or just like Josh said, one picture, one show for Anthony can change everything. One picture can change anything. One song like Lay Me Down yeah. changed a lot for the Dirty Heads. You don't know when that one picture or one song is coming. So if you give up, you will never ever write that song or you'll never take that picture. So just keep showing up and taking pictures of parties, of shows, of whatever. And that goes for anything across the board. Obviously we're talking cameras because we have cameramen here, but that, I mean, is there anything on earth that you can think of where if you weren't, if you were just persistent at it, you would obviously have success. I think no matter what it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're persistent at anything and you keep trying at something, you're you're obviously going to grow yeah. in that field. You're bound to get you know? better. Uh, and, you know, for young photographers out there, it's like, and I bet this will, you guys will probably agree, like, say you go out there, you go do a local show, some small band, whatever, you take a picture, later on that band starts to grow, and uh, they get a, you know, they get they get they get a uh, ad written up in the newspaper and, and it's your photo and that photo you took it's you and your name's under there and I bet you guys when that happens that does that feel good okay oh my god oh, the Segway captain Dude, all of a sudden you know that little <laughs> photo <laughs> that you just took made you feel so good did it did you feel good when you saw your photos in the paper the next day after was, filming was, the used it was amazing. It, it was, was amazing. I remember when I first went whoa, to that whoa, pit. Whoa, I know. Whoa, I was. I was whoa, hoping he would just say yes. Whoa, I felt dude, good, but he took it into a whole other world. And now you're trying to. <laughs> what do you want me to say? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to say? Say it made me feel good. Finish your story. Finish your story, bro. Everyone can't yeah. wait to hear. We all can't wait to hear what <laughs> no, you have to no. say. Go. No, dude, you've ruined it now, Duddy. Now he feels. Oh, you made him feel bad. Duddy just made someone feel bad on feeling good with Duddy. Kind of made me feel good. All right, Anthony's turned away, so let's do the sponsors. Anthony, please stay looking at the wall. <laughs> By the way, your hair is messed up. I'm sorry. Oh, I know. Okay, so it made you feel so good, just like our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, one of our favorites is whiskey. And proper 12 whiskey, I'll a start delicious treat. Jake is going to pour us up some shots. And hold on. Okay, I just sent out the good vibes to all the people who since last episode have sent those pictures. Thanks you. You guys are probably feeling pretty good right now. Okay, so Jake's pouring some shots, proper 12 whiskey. He's standing right in front of the camera, and it's so good. Get a bottle, get some friends, take a picture, tag us, tag proper 12 instantly good vibes will be sent your way and one day something else by the way someone came to the booth at the show last night and she said hey i wanted to she's all will you tell duddy thanks for the good vibes she's all i sent in a, a shot and i i got the good vibes so i appreciate it see, nice. see what i'm talking about people so if you want to feel that good like that lady then you got to get yourself a bottle of proper 12 get some friends take a picture tag us enjoy your day proper 12 whiskey and what? Go ahead, Jake. What do you got something to say? I was going to say a lot of shows. I hope you like my butt on the camera. A lot of shows will send you like physical things, like tangible things that you can use, like around the house or a T-shirt or something that makes you, you know, stoked. We send good vibes. And I think that's a little more important than uh, actual. OK, yeah. bye. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Also, Sticky Vapes. Another amazing product we use all the time. We've got two of them here. We've made uh, our own Dirty Heads uh, Sticky Vapes. We got an Indica. We got a Sativa. They're both delicious. Sticky Vapes, uh, an amazing company, amazing people. StickyVape.com. Jake, where do you use your Sticky Vape? 
I use it in the shower on our bus. I don't turn the water on, but I just stand in there and box that shit. All right. Weird. Stickybabe.com. <laughs> and Koi CBD, another product you know that we love on this show. I use it every single day, these drops. I use every single morning. I love these things. It's like a natural mood enhancer for me. It also helps to deal with all my little aches and pains I get out here on the road playing that guitar. I uh, I played baseball my whole life. I you know now I'm playing guitar. My wrist uh, it gets really sore. I use their creams. It's amazing. They have these delicious gummies as well. Uh, lots of amazing products. KoiCBD.com. Put in code DuddyB at checkout. You're gonna get twenty percent off. I hurt my toe moving a box on tour. Rubbed the CBD on there. Toe fine. He meant to say his toe is now fine. Nope, toe fine. What's up next, bud? His, toes, his toe is now fine. Okay, uh, on it. Another amazing product, and that is two N's, O-N-N-I-T. I'm actually really excited. We're going to be in Austin uh, next week, and we're going to go to the Onyx. Uh, facilities there. They've got this amazing gym that we're, we're going to get to go and check it out. And... Uh, they have some amazing products, and the, uh, they, give, they gave us so many cool uh, things for this tour, and all the guys have been taking it. And the ones I love, too, is uh, they gave us this box. It's called the Total Human Supplements, and the box is filled with a 30-day supply for you. Each day, you get a day pack and a night pack. It's got all the goodies in there that's just going to make you feel good during the day and you know relax and, and sleep well at night. And uh, speaking of sleeping well at night, everyone on tour is trying to get all of Duddy's on it stuff. They, everyone's trying to get on it. Every know? time they hear Duddy's, that they they notice that on it is a sponsor of the show. They're like, "Yo, can I get?" Everyone wants stuff. <laughs> Go buy it. Get it, yo. <laughs> uh, but this instant melatonin spray is this is ev all everyone on the bus is using this. Uh, we get off stage late. You're running around. You're playing uh, loud music. You're all hyped up, and it's kind of hard to go to bed sometimes. But you do a couple sprays of this instant melatonin and you are gonna sleep like a baby yeah. is on that it. all the sponsors bob that is can i finish on it.com <laughs> <laughs> that's two n's o-n-n-i-t and if you do a forward slash duddy b on that you're gonna get 10 percent off and i'm pretty sure it's duddy b and if you do forward slash duddy b and it doesn't work try forward slash duddy it's one of those. We'll write the correct uh, below know. in the description below online. We You'll will know. write the correct deal. You'll I'd know. like to give a quick shout out to Uppercut Deluxe too. While I got a second, <laughs> Uppercut Deluxe is a amazing. Are you done with your sponsor? Damn. Oh, okay, dude. I see what you did there, and it was pretty funny. All right, so Uppercut Deluxe, they're an amazing pomade company that strapped me with a bunch of pomades to take on this tour, and they're giving me some, uh, sending me a new powder and stuff to do people's hair and do haircuts on the road and. I appreciate them so much. Um, I love Uppercut. I use it at my barber shop, American Vintage, all the time. But I'm stoked that they gave me a bunch of product on tour, and I will be doing more haircuts online. Thank you so much, Uppercut, for doing that. Boom. UppercutDeluxe.com. I don't have a promo code. <laughs> Try Duddy B. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't know. All right, you guys. Let's take this shot. Oh, damn. boys. Atta, babies. Bing, 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 bing. Proper 12. And uh, for the listeners, if you hear a low-level kind of hum going on or if you hear a door slamming every once in a while, we are in our bus. We are recording this in the front room of our tour bus. So we can hear bands doing sound check behind us. Speaking of. Yeah, which Duddy has a hard out. He's got a sound check at 2 p.m. What time is it? Oh, we're good. We're good. It's 1.10. So we're cruising right along. But, yeah, so if you hear any weird sounds or if you hear a little uh, fuzz 
you know, deep below our voices. We're on the bus. That's the air conditioning. It's a myriad of sounds. All right. <laughs> it's a cacophony. We got a it. A cacophony. Yeah, that's, that's actually a, a loud one. sound. That's so. a good word. Yes. Cacophony. That'd be a good band name. Cacophony. We are cacophony. And if something's oh, cacophonous, I believe it's loud and aggressive. Cacophonous, another great band. So if you ever see a bear in the woods, be cacophonous. Yeah, right? absolutely. Be quiet, but then if the bear sees you, become quite cacophonous immediately. And you're supposed to look <laughs> Can taller. Can you spell that, uh, put that in a sentence? Absolutely. I saw the bear, so I was cacophonous. Yes. In a cacophonous manner, I screamed. Find out if that's all true, by the way. I know cacophony's a word. I know it is. It's in a bad religion song, and I looked it up when I was younger. That's how he knows it. Yes. Okay. The line is, it's a mortal wretched cacophony. And I remember just thinking, what the fuck is that? So I looked it up, and it's a loud explosive sound, I believe, is what it said. Anywho. Okay, interesting. All right. Interesting as cacophony <laughs> is. Oh, I shit. think we should move along. Um, Josh is actually checking the camera real quick just to make sure we're good on battery guess, space, all that. Record. Ten seconds. What's ten seconds mean? What are you saying to us, Josh Sugi? At a boy. See, Josh is you know Josh is responsible for capturing this podcast both with video and audio. Also, Anthony's got his own camera, so Josh had to get up real quick and make sure that everything was aces, and it is, bud. We're good. Or as you'd say. Everything's Gucci. It's Gucci. Oh, because he's from the Bay. You. He's from the Bay Area, from Doc. The Bay, you say Gucci. What's up, Playa? What's up, Playa? Is it no, you know Hella? Say. You say Hella. You don't say that. You say Hella, right? Hella's yeah. a Bay Area thing. I think Hella is universal now. That's it Hella. is now. A lot of people say it. Anyone who's saying Hella, Hella that derived from the Bay Area, like the Oakland area of Hecca? California. Hecka was a funny thing that, that we like added to it. Hecka. Yeah, people started saying yeah, Hella, and we started saying Hecka. Yeah. Yeah. I like to take some a little bit of credit. Yeah, I think that the the one that always just fucking made me just so irritated when people go, "Oh, that's hella nar nar." No, that? you don't remember that. I don't. I missed that. Hella nar nar. Well, nar 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 was a thing for a bit. That's nar nar, and oh, then they nar -nar. started throwing hella in front of. Dude, that's hella nar nar. <laughs> it's like the wicked cool of Boston. Yes. Oh man, that's wicked nice. Or but whatever. that's kind of cool. Like wicked cool. Like it you're is. Like, oh rad. Hella nar nar. Mm. That's insane. It, mm -mm. it used to be that if someone said hella, I'd go, oh, you're from the Bay Area, and then yeah. and you know wicked, they would go, you're from Boston. You're from but Boston. now I think everyone's just stealing it and using that yeah. shit everywhere. That's what happens. Thanks, yeah. Internet. All right, dude. So what's next, dude? We got the history of you guys. We got the the word of the day, persistence down. Uh, that. You, you, oh, guys, uh, you guys got a, any of you guys got a good band camp story? Any band campers? Raise your hand. And then Josh, you need time. Anthony's know. got we had to tell Anthony to like he tell has some, I think I'm banned. Actually, you're from banned from stories, band camp. Yeah. Not yet. No, Here's the deal. All I have is like nine and ten stories. So I'm just going to take a break. No, dude, you got to give us another band camp. Come on. Anything funny? Oh, here's a, I got a, not a really a band camp, but here's a funny story for our, our bus life. For those of you who have been listening to the show. So here's the deal. Anthony, Josh, and myself, we're all on the same bus. We're on the Cutlass bus with Duddy B's face on the side. Oddly enough, Duddy himself, not on this bus. But anyway. You can't ride in the bus with your face No, on you can't walk out of a bus with your face next to the, It's a fucking, yeah. it's like a bridge too far. So <laughs> our bus has been kind of a comical thing because our first bus broke down four hours after we got on it. We then hopped on a second bus that took us to Ohio. We then hopped on a third bus in Ohio and, and went about two weeks of the tour in that bus. Then we got our first bus back. And last night, I get a phone call from the bus company. Your bus driver's leaving. So now we got a new bus driver in our fourth bus which is actually our first bus come back and got us. 
And now we've got our fourth bus driver, and he seems like a good guy, but it's just like a comedy reel with our bus on this tour. It's been fun, though. I mean, we've, we've had an absolute fucking blast this whole tour. We make the most of every situation. Yeah. What are you going to do, man? It's like, we're lucky to be here. We're four dudes on a bus with 12 bucks. Yeah. How dare we complain is, is, is how I feel about it, right? Yeah. It's true. Every time they're like, man, this sucks. I'm like, you want to be in a van? Oh, hell no. <laughs> and uh, it's so yeah, funny. Everyone from this tour that comes on our bus and looks down the hallway, they go, Who's on this bus? I'm like, just us. It's four of us. And they're like, 12 bunks, four guys. What the fuck? Dude, people are jealous of and our And they all sleep on. in one bunk. Yeah. That's just so uh, 11, junk bunks, there's 11 bunks. empty bunks. Yeah, 11 junk bunks. We put all of our clothing in all those bunks, and we all just rattle around in one bunk together. We like each other. One thing to note as well, I never really met Anthony. I met him briefly for two seconds at the studio, like three days before this tour started. So I knew Sugie for about a month and a half. We'd only known each other from working in the studio together. I had not met Anthony. And and Red, who's the fourth guy on this bus, uh, Red I'd barely known. All four of us are like such good friends now. Like this bus has been perfect. Our personalities are perfect. We, we get along great. It's been like, that's another thing with touring that people don't know. And you just get thrown into a bus sometimes with crew members you've never met, people you've yeah. never met in your life. And who knows? You could have a it's dirty, like creepy bastard. Yep. You could have some freak that shits into a bag, puts in a junk bunk, dude. Oh, wait a minute. Anthony Duty. Yeah, well, so I think that just goes back and touches on so many subject, subjects we've talked about. Last week was adaptability. So, yep. yeah, you got to learn how to adapt. You got to learn how to, you know, be able to surround yourself with strangers and, and get along. Got to be nice. We've got to be nice. Be nice to people. If you if you weren't nice, uh, if these guys weren't nice guys, that when we met them, we wouldn't have asked them to come on the road with us. Absolutely. You know? And if they weren't persistent and started following the paths that they wanted to, we would never have met. They wouldn't be here today. So it's just all the subjects that we have, they really all go together, you know, at the end of the day. Absolutely. That's, you know, that's what we try to do. Like, obviously, we want to be funny on the show. We want to make you laugh. But we also want you guys, you know, we want to talk about real shit. You can only try to be funny for so long. If you're not actually saying something and actually letting people leave the show with something to think about and hopefully improve their life, then, you know, Duddy and I don't feel like we're doing anything. We don't yeah. want to just come in and say dick and ass jokes, but we will gladly wedge those into every episode. But we also want to say something fucking thoughtful, something worthwhile, you know, and, yeah. and we appreciate you guys spending time with us so much that we feel like we owe you good episodes. I mean, another thing that people don't know is we filmed an episode on this tour and you know what? We looked back at it, Duddy and I and, and, and everybody, honestly, in this bus, and we just decided this episode is not good enough you know, to, to give to the people. It was well, and I will say, which, and I'll t touch on something that I talked about right when this episode started, is one of the reasons we can't air it is because Anthony is fucking disgusting. And he said some things <laughs> on that podcast that no man or woman should ever hear. Should ever hear. Now everyone's going to want to hear it. You know that, right? Anthony's you amazing. Should, should put it on uh, Patreon. Ooh, look, Anthony's stories are hilarious and you guys will love them. But two of them were so... Here's Anthony. He was pretty... He's a quiet dude. You know, he's pretty quiet. His name's Gentle Giant Media? Digital. 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 God like damn. He's going to fucking hate me for that. For the, re the rest of the oh tour, I'm going to... So Gentle Giant Media, um, no, Gentle Giant Digital Online. He is a gentle giant. He's this huge man, but he's like super sweet and pretty quiet. And then we asked him to share a band camp story on a previous episode. And Duddy and I just sat here with our jaws on the floor like, what the 
hell. It's the silent guys it's, that are the creepiest bastards in the world. I but. refuse to tell the story, but I will say that one ended like this. King Kong's in town, bitch. Yes, it's and famous. King Kong was in town. He's now known as King Kong on this tour. Yeah. And then he revealed the shitting in the plastic bag and putting it in a bunk so story. So a lot. we're just reliving all my memories. Right Anthony, now. Yeah. don't you have something? One weird story you can pull. Don't you dare shake your head and don't get weird, dude. Something happened on this tour. Something Anything, dude. Disneyland? Share with these people. Disneyland. A Come on. Disneyland a Disneyland story. story. Oh, Are you trying to work at Disneyland that uh, long and not have some uh, weird ass story? You got a Disney story? Spit I mean, it out. Tons. You want, oh, just give us something. Stories? A gross story. Prostitute. Oh my God. Eh, what do you think, Teddy? Scared of that one? What's the gross one? There's not really too many. Has uh, anybody I ever will actually worn? It's not, it doesn't directly impact me, but we do have a famous celebrity that stayed at the hotel. And I can't say his name, but... Disneyland John Hotel Stamos. you're talking about? We'll think, say it was John Stamos. Can we say it was John Stamos? Actually, <laughs> He just looked at you. No! It's fucking John Whoa! Stamos. Oh! oh! We're all high-fiving for the listeners. We've high, we high five. We high five. If you're listening, oh, uh, high fives. But now a, I can't tell the story. one guess. One, come on. Uh, no. You'll, oh, oh, daddy, you ran no, one. Okay. That guy's married. No. no oh no. no. Okay, you well, guys. No one has to do with the prostitute. No. No, that's a different story. Okay, tell us the prostitute story <laughs> quick before the listeners hate you for not uh, telling the Stamos um, story. Quick, um, they're hating um, you. They hate you. Um, no, we just have because I work third shift, so if I'm out front, we see people doing the shame or the walk of shame all throughout the night. So people are smashing prostitutes at yeah, the Disneyland if hotel. Yeah, we have like no all the hotels, any hotel. All the hotels but in the Anaheim area. If we have area. like a military group in house, that's a big night. You oh. just shamed our military. Okay, oh, dude. All right. Yeah. Thank you for your service. Stamos isn't <laughs> coming. Holy no military shit. people are coming. All right. This, My is wife's why uh, this is why I stay quiet. Yeah, Anthony, I'm a dude. Box full of secrets. Every time we ask Anthony about a story, <laughs> someone gets shamed. Someone ends up on CNN on an apology tour. There's a red light flashing. Does that just mean recording? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if Has anybody that you know of when you work there been wearing one of, like, let's say, like Mickey Mouse costume or something like that and shit themselves? Mid shift, anyone shit themselves at the, the happiest Mickey, place on and earth, and then take pictures with people afterwards whilst shit. I don't know about shitting, but <laughs> that's hyper specific. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> so it was April fourteenth, I believe. Oh, no, okay. I don't, oh, no, I don't know. God oh, damn you! This right. is not going anywhere. I can all see right. Sugi over here. He's like his eyes are going back and forth. He's trying to think of a band camp story <laughs> yeah, in his head, and he doesn't have one. Dude, that's I mean, okay. I have a bunch of stories that I think are cool, but I don't think they're really. That funny? Well, then fucking save them like, by all means. You don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to bore everybody like Anthony just did. You made those sounds. <laughs> you know what? We Whatever. want dirty stuff. Tell us something dirty right now before we get out of here. This is a shorter episode, y'all. Daddy's got to go to sound check. I'm gonna tell you the first time I smelled a girl's underwear. Okay. Oh, oh this is go. already insane. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Jesus, just oh. do it now. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, All right, hold on, guys. Let me hit you with the. This is, I feel like, gonna ruin this whole episode. But here we go. Oh, in this one time at band camp. Yeah. Anthony so, edition. So I rented a room out, and the room down the hall was a super hot girl. I always had a crush on her. One day she may not have been home. I may have been a little horny. Walked in her room. There's some panties. All her panties were all over the floor. Pick one up. I'm like, I know this is a thing. I do the little. On the white part of the underwear, there's a little white crusty part of the underwear. Dude, I'm why thinking, are you? Oh. <laughs> I'm 
thinking that's the gold stuff. Oh, God that's the creamy it. nougat that I'm oh. looking for. <laughs> <laughs> so then I, I do the little sniff and I almost vomited. Oh. <laughs> I almost vomited from your story. And yeah. I'm going to go back to being quiet. Oh this my God, guy. this is what happens oh. when we do this. He's always like, it's not a big deal. It was the white crusty stuff, which I think is the gold. And then I, all right, Sugi, do you want to tell a story after that? Uh, yeah, okay, so. I, oh, Josh Suggs. This was back when I lived in the Bay. Uh, me and this girl, we went to high school together, but we never talked after high school. She had been working at this prestigious school at a restaurant that's on the university campus. We hung out right after she came over to my place. Uh... You know, we did our deed, whatever. Next day. What did you do? What does that mean, the deed? You know, we, what did you do laundry? Yeah, what were you doing? We, no, actually, okay, I'm glad was you asked. Was King Kong in town? Was he? There's no King Kong. There's no, no yeah, none of that. Finished. But uh, I thought about, I was like, okay, we're going to hook up tonight. This is awesome. Perfect. Uh, she comes over. We get into bed. And it was a long day of work for her, so she didn't shower. Ugh. So I didn't realize that she had B.O. Oh, pretty bad. Oh, yeah. So we went pretty to bed. Bad. Pretty bad. He says. It's, it's pretty bad. It was, it was kind of gnarly. We went to bed. I decided not to go down, have sex, what, just because of that. The B.O. was so intense. It was, it was so bad. The next day she left, I, I had to wash everything oh the smell god. did not leave the oh room oh my god oh my god that's that, that ed terrible. sheeran song another bed sheet smell like you and i threw up in the toilet and i burned <laughs> all of my boo -ah, ooh -ah, ooh -ah, ooh -ah. i want to burn all my bed sheets ooh -ah, ooh -ah. <laughs> fuck dude too that's how that song goes wow now i understand the song i hated yeah. that song till now <laughs> Oh, so that's a little t uh, cautionary tale. Always take a shower pre-coitus. Be clean, please. Yeah, try, dude. Be know. clean, y'all. Be nice. Be yeah. nice. And be clean. And let's yeah, be clean, clean dude. Which makes everyone What do you got, good. Jake? I got Patrick Swayze here. He's got something to say to y'all. I want you to be nice. All right, it's real simple. I wish he said clean there. That'd be more. All right, dude. Anything else, y'all? What up? Actually, here, Anthony, give no, out your... No, no, we're done. No, no, no. Anthony... Anthony, done. you're done. I do just want to say, for anyone that is looking to do concert photography, the thing that really got me noticed was when I did shoot the use, the next morning those photos were in their inbox by 5 a.m. So I shot oh, the show. Yeah. I was there at probably 5 p.m., shot the show, went home, edited, and those photos were there literally the next morning, and that's why my photos were used. No one else submitted their photos like that. That's another great, great, yeah. great, great thing, dude. If, you're, if your photos don't show up if you don't edit them quickly and get them to people people move on yeah. even if say you're on a tour and you know it's like look anthony every night is awake when i go to bed anthony's up for two or three more hours sifting through hundreds of photos because on a tour sometimes we'll have three shows in a row he doesn't want to get three shows behind and sometimes he'll come on the bus and i'll hear him he's like you guys i still haven't got out last night's photos i got to get all those out and then i gotta start editing tonight's anthony doesn't stop he shoots all day and he helps us unload and load merch sometimes when he sees us if he sees us he will help but more importantly he, he sits on this couch every night after he's done shooting the dirty heads and he sifts through thousands of photos and tries to find the best ones and he's editing josh as well every night anthony and josh are editing 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 yep. smoke weed edit yep go to sleep rinse and repeat absolutely so that is a t-shirt we're gonna have that t-shirt smoke weed edit wake up rinse and repeat that's a photo shirt so hey 
It's one part of it is taking the photos. You gotta take the photos or they don't exist. But if you don't edit them and send them to the proper channels, they also don't exist. So follow through, be persistent. Anything you wanna, first of all, give us where people can find you online. For This is Anthony speaking right now. So gentlegiantdigital.com, same username for Instagram, Facebook. Gentle Giant. Any of the Dirty Heads photos, I'm usually tagged on, so you'll find me that way as well. Yeah, and Anthony has photos of all sorts of awesome bands on his page, so you can just scroll down and find it all. And obviously, a lot of the Dirty Heads, almost everything the Dirty Heads are doing on this tour, that's Anthony as well. Josh Sugitan, what's up with you, man? You want to give out? I mean, Josh is a little low-key. Your, your page isn't always a photo page, but do you want to tell everyone where to find you? Instagram is J underscore S-U-G-Y. Uh, OcularFiend.com is my website. Nice one. Ocular, Ocular Fiend. Yeah. I like that. I didn't even know that. Yeah. That's dope. That's a well, playoff yeah. Aquafina. I pre- no, it's not? Oh, okay, no, never no, mind. Okay, not. I did that. That's not true. All right, well, dude. Let's wrap it up. Let's I got do it. To Duddy's got to go to Soundcheck. Dude, thank you so much, Anthony and Josh. Thank this was a yeah, fucking awesome That's episode. Awesome, and let's get that outro. Yeah. Right on. Another episode of Feeling Good with Duddy. Remember, always go to the Cutlass booth at the summer tour dirty heads 311 uh you can always say what up to jake there red will be there uh you can also sign up now at our patreon page for all sorts of extra behind the scenes content and that is patreon.com forward slash feeling good with duddy and uh yeah also at cutlassbrand.com if you put in the code feeling good you get i think it's like 20 percent off Oh. It's something like that. It's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. It's dope as fuck. Dope as fuck. Hell yeah, dude. A great episode. Yeah. Thank That's you, it. boys. Yep. That's, That's it, awesome. buddy. Get your ass to sound check, dude. Woo! Hey. Woo! Anthony's gross. Woo! Anthony's a creep. Woo! <laughs> King Kong's in town, bitch. Woo! Woo!